Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Weigh Your Dreams, Episode 4. And it is kind of testament to if you actually dream it or believe that it will happen, you know, it will come true. Hey dreamers, you are listening to Wear Your Dreams, an amazingly inspiring podcast where we speak to the coolest girl millionaires, girl bosses and fashion entrepreneurs. If you have ever dreamed of creating your own business, then this podcast will give you all the tips, advice and inspiration to make it happen. Let go. Hey everyone, welcome to Where Your Dreams. I'm Alice Louiton, founder of BEMI, and today I have a very special guest. I'm talking to Dubai's fashion queen, aka Kelly Lindbergh. Now, Kelly has an awesome business founded in Dubai called Style Me Divine, which is a personal styling and fashion agency and is the go to company for bespoke styling, wardrobe advice, and personal shopping. Kelly is also the author of the best-selling book Success in the City and her latest book How to Be a Personal Stylist will teach you how to launch and grow your styling business. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for asking me to be part of it, Alice. Awesome. Now, I'm so glad you're joining us today. And I've said a very short intro about you. So could you tell us a bit more about you as Kelly Lindbergh and explain a bit more about your business? Absolutely. Well, I have to say, first off, I love your hashtag, wear your dreams. So I'll certainly be <laughs> using that. It's really, it's, it's, it's really cool. So well Thank done. You. Um, for those that maybe haven't picked up yet, I'm originally from Scotland, Edinburgh, and I moved to the Middle East now. It would be coming up for 12 years. Um, I initially came I mean, I'm from Scotland, there's, there's not much uh, way in terms of sunshine there. So it was a case of, you know, looking for somewhere else where it was a bit warmer and there was good energy. And uh, I came across um, a job with Emirates Airline and based in Dubai. So that was what was initially that's what initially brought me to the Middle East um, and I sort of left behind a bit of a career in retail um, I had done a bit of traveling I'd lived overseas in the Canary Islands I worked as a holiday rep so that was kind of the build-up and I moved here when I was 22 years old Wow. So I had a nice couple of years flying around, visiting, um, you know, so many different cities and resorts. And yeah, I mean, I'd say it's a great career for anyone in the early 20s who wants to travel. But like me, is maybe not the backpacking sort. Um, you know, maybe just can't live out of a, a backpack. I need a few more clothes to choose from. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and I think probably those that are listening might be the same as well. We love our shoes and everything. So um, this was the, the perfect 
way and, and it kind of um, started a passion and I would shop everywhere and and it was really while I was flying that I kind of had the inspiration to um, launch my own business and it was while I was chatting away to passengers in this sort of first in business class and I would tell them when they came into Dubai where they should go shopping and, and, and that was really the start of it. I would shop for my friends whenever I traveled and you know it was it, it was great and I remember thinking oh it'd be amazing if I could get paid to do this and I yeah. thought well why not and sort of 10 years ago it was you know in, certainly in the states it was still very much a celebrity focused service but it was just becoming a little bit more um, reachable with stores like um, John Lewis or Debenhams launching it in the UK and it hadn't reached really here in the Middle East so it was kind of okay let's uh, let's start something new and Dubai's got great energy and, and a, there's a lot of entrepreneurship that goes on here and it's an inspiring city and it really does kind of have that can-do attitude so I think if there's anywhere you're going to launch business here is a great place um to start awesome now I'm actually really interested to find out once you realize that okay you know what I want to do this I want to start to be a personal shopper a stylist what were the kind of next steps that you took to make it happen well, sort of one of the, the challenges certainly I faced here was in order to, um, you know, in order to really take the steps and become a proper business, so to speak, I had to leave Emirates. Um, and it was difficult because I had to have a trade license. Well, first of all, I had to have a license and I had to have a visa to live here. So you can't live here unless you have a visa. And how you get a visa is either you're employed by someone or you set up your own business. So I really had to make the decision, whereas I probably would have preferred to have spent a little bit longer flying and set up the business kind of on the side but I didn't have that luxury I was on my own um, you know living here so I had to take the plunge of leave Emirates and basically set up my own um, trade license because I really wanted to get my business in the magazines and here they do ask you to uh, do you have a trade license you know are you operating legally because magazines um, shouldn't really put you in the, the, the cover you in the press if you're not uh, an, a legitimate company that is based here. So although we don't pay tax here, we mm. do have other costs that we sort of incur. So that was the big sort of next step. And I do believe that that was crucial because yeah. what that did actually make me do is go, okay, I've actually got a business here. I really need to make this uh, profitable to be able to afford to be able to stay here whereas I think if I look back now and I think oh, if I'd just been doing it a little bit mm. I um I may not have given it 150 percent which I needed to do so yeah um, that was really the first major step and I think that helps psychologically as well you know you're telling your brain right I have a business I need to earn money this is what I need to do yeah. whereas the golden handcuffs of employment can mm take a little bit longer to, to spur you on. Mm, mm, I see. And in terms of, so once you'd got all the kind of legal stuff out the way, how are you kind of going to acquire, um, you know, your customers? How are you meeting people? Was it kind of networking or did you already have a client? But what was that kind of process like? Again, it was really much I sort of started from from scratch and I didn't really have any friends that had started a business as much as I knew the city um, was very entrepreneurial. My network was very much kind of cabin crew related. So I really had to step out of my comfort zone. So what mm. I did do, actually, one of my friends was... Um, 
was also a cabin crew and she said to me you know you, and she'd come from a background of uh, events and PR and she says you need to write a press release and I was like what's a press release and she's like you need to get it into magazines um hence sort of being much more aware that I needed to get a trade license she said yeah you need to write this this is what you need to include I'll help you write it let's just get some ideas about what it is you're offering why it's so unique um why the magazine should kind of cover you and and that was really um like one of the best things that I did when I started so I sent out you know I contacted loads of the publishing houses here that do all the magazines and you know just called them up and I said could I get editor so-and-so details to send um, her a press release and also the features editor because I've learned that editors are often quite busy but the features editor might be interested in doing a piece send it to two or three people mm. um, and and that's what I did and within the first month three or four magazines actually picked up on the story so Emirates Women were the first and they did sort of a two-piece a day in the life of um, a personal stylist and then um, another magazine Ahlan uh, they featured me as one of their ones to watch in their annual um, Ahlan Hot 100 awards Um, and that sort of really started to develop kind of my network in terms of who to meet radio shows um, and off the back of that uh, newspaper asked me to do a steal the look feature Um, in return they would you know pay me covering my travel costs but I would get featured in the magazines and that was kind of really the start of it and then people started gradually calling and this type of business I've learned that traditional advertising so going in and placing an ad such as book a personal shopper today or book a stylist today doesn't work as well Mm. um, as word of mouth. So it was really crucial to be in the magazines offering maybe a competition. So five people could experience your service and they could talk about it. Or um, someone would actually write, oh, this is what I did. So a day in the life of, or this is what it was like having a personal experience. It was very much kind of, I had to educate um, people here what the experience was like because because it, it wasn't around so that would say you know and, and this was days before social media and, and I wasn't really au fait with SEO optimization yeah. and what have you so it was very much word of mouth do a ton of competitions and stuff for free and and writing a press release Wow, I see. Well, thanks so much for the, for sharing that, Kelly. No. Um, now, I know from experience that when sort of pursuing a dream, a new business venture, or even just taking on a new opportunity, fear can stop a lot of women from stepping outside of the box and pursuing that dream. So I'm really interested um, to hear a story from you as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, as a personal stylist. Um, And tell us how you overcame that fear as well as the success that came after. Um, Well, I mean, I I have to say Mm. fear is maybe sort of a word I wouldn't uh, personally use. Um, But I think there's certainly times when I felt oh you know what if you know this doesn't happen so I think certainly from that perspective that happens loads I'm never scared but I'm certainly nervous I suppose (laughs) to to some respects and I I would say it would go as early as when I first started the business um and it was like 
you know, you know, what if it doesn't work? You know, I'm ta- I'm leaving, I'm leaving a secure job. I'm leaving a job that's, um, you know, my accommodations paid for. I travel the world for like a hundred pounds. I have amazing holidays. You know, yeah. what if I've taken this loan to start a business and it doesn't work? But I, I always, you know, my thoughts with that were always like, what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? And I think once you identify what's the worst that can happen, you go, it's not really that bad then it's sort of it doesn't feel that bad so mine was what's the worst that can happen if my business doesn't work and I'm left with this loan that I'm using to to start the business I go back to flying you know I could go back to the job that I already had it wasn't that I didn't like it so I could still go back to the job or uh, and pay the loan back um or I would get another job because I was sure I would maybe meet someone in the fashion or retail industry that would get a job and I would have learned something from it and I, you know, I, I, I put it to the equivalent of many of my friends sort of when I started business had sort of just finished their um, university degrees mm. and, you know, had racked up a fair bit of student debt as you do over the sort of four years. And the amount that I was borrowing was equivalent to maybe some of my what my some of my friends had actually um, borrowed or, or taken on as student debt. Yeah. So I kind of thought, well, this experience is for sure going to teach me stuff. So I would just take it as a educational experience with regards to the loan. And I would learn. And what's the worst that can happen? I would get a job, I'd pay it back, and I would learn things. And even, you know, even now, I still kind of get, oh, what if someone doesn't book on my course? Or what if my book doesn't sell? So mm. if people don't book on my course, of course, I'd love to to have, you know, five stylists um, on a personal four-day course. But if it doesn't happen, then I'll change the date, book another one, um, offer something else. So I think you go, what's the worst that can happen? Once you've identified what that is, mm. then it's all just like, well, do you know what? That's manageable. So it's okay exactly just go for it thanks so much for that I like I really really like that especially how you compared you know you getting a loan to kind of university students you know what the hell let's just do this (laughs) yeah absolutely thanks so much for that Kelly and also now I'm really want to hear a time within your kind of fashion journey or fashion business when you literally felt like oh my gosh, this is a dream come true. I am literally living my dream. You know, I know sort of within the fashion industry, there's a lot of kind of traveling. There's a lot of exciting moments. So I really want to hear that from you, Kelly. Oh, well, I had a couple, but I think for those that are listening, I think a real kind of moment, one of my sort of, uh, one of the things that I was a bit sort of reluctant was when I did start my business that I wasn't going to travel as much and I, I love traveling mm. and of course when you start a business your focus is very much you know building up a revenue within the business and not spending money traveling and I really wanted to combine the both so I wanted to you know shop in London I wanted to shop in New York I wanted to do all of that a number of years ago, uh, one of my clients was um, looking for a wedding dress um, for our wedding. And I said to her, well, I think if you really want to, and she had a good budget. And I said, listen, if you really want to get the best dress, I think we should go to New York. And she said, OK, let's do it. So <laughs> her and I flew to New York for four days to go wedding dress shopping at Christmas time. So it was just kind of oh like, <laughs> I always wanted to go to New York. I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd been to New York, but I'd always 
always wanted to go to New York at Christmas um, and to fly there, you know, with my client, um, you know, visit all these luxury boutiques. We did shopping for the honeymoon. And then four months later, I flew to the Maldives where she had our wedding. Um, it was just kind of like, wow, OK, cool. I'm now taking <laughs> the boxes of all the things that I really wanted to do. And, and it is kind of testament to if you actually dream it or believe that it will happen, you know, it will come true. So, yeah, that was kind of my girly high. I think the only disappointment was that <laughs> I expected it to snow. And as much as it was cold, <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, I had kind of thought the, you know, the Christmas trees were up and it yeah. looked beautiful, but yeah. I wanted it, you know, it's that whole movie stuff. Yeah, That's exactly. what I had. And so that was the only thing, but apart from that, it was amazing. And we shopped up a storm and the sales were on. It was just, fabulous oh my god I love that make you so-, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us something really exciting that's having you feel awesome and energized today um, in relation to you as an individual or your business I mean there's a lot of things I mean we're coming up for we're 10 years this year Stanley Divine is um, so I think probably the biggest thing that's happening this year is we're now opening our doors to stylists who have trained under the seven step styling formula which is my own style academy um, the opportunity to join the Stanley Divine team and become a stylist with, with my support so the idea behind that is that we'll have one stylist pair city if it's a big city it'll be within a sort of 50 mile radius under the Stanley Divine banner so for those that are thinking about you know or want to launch their own style business but not everyone has the the sort of the entrepreneurial side they may be super super creative but they don't necessarily have the the ideas about designing their website and getting their business cards printed and doing all the search engine optimization and what if I make a mistake here and how can I get clients straight away and all that sort of thing we're helping with that by kind of growing the the business internationally by getting like-minded people on board so Mm. Uh, the 1st of February, we'll launch the Style Me Divine uh, Associate Program. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. Because as much as I'm still styling clients here just now, when I do a lot of public speaking, corporate presentations, uh, keynotes about entrepreneurship, as well as trend workshops, my sort of purpose, I feel, is to make people feel fantastic. And mm. doing that through wearing clothes that don't necessarily cost a fortune, but just make them feel good. Because I really believe when you feel good, good things happen. You're in a good headspace. But I can't do that myself and reach a huge audience because there's only one of me. So yeah. the idea is I have to to train others to be able to do that. So it gets that sort of message out that, you know what, you can feel fantastic. Doesn't cost a fortune. And um yeah, kind of goes into to sort of my next thing, which is my quote of life is too short to look just fine. Every day you should look divine. And everyone deserves the the opportunity to feel fantastic. And yeah. I think it's also making the services of a personal stylist much more accessible. You mm. know, for such a long time, it was a luxury service, but there is no need necessarily for it to be a luxury service. I want it to be something and thought of that, you know, some people go and get their hair done every six weeks, some people go every six months. And I think I would like it to be like that. Mm. You wouldn't cut your own hair. I wouldn't cut and color my own hair because I would make a real hash of it. (laughs) So if you wouldn't cut your own hair, 
and you don't really know very much about style, I kind of put them in the same boxes. It's why would you not hire a stylist to help you feel fantastic? And in the bottom line is we save money. You know, we get clients to buy things that they actually wear and they get complimented in rather than um, wearing average clothing. No one wants to wear average clothing. Thanks so much for that. I particularly loved when you said, you know, when you feel good, good things happen. And I know you're sort of absolutely doing that with Style Me Divine. So thank you so much for sharing that, Kelly. And now I'm really excited about the next segment of Wear Your Dreams, as we are now going into what I call the triple love round. And I'm going to be asking Kelly three questions about things she loves and why. How does that sound, Kelly? Fantastic. (laughs) Exciting. So the first triple love question, an outfit that you love. Oh, there's too many, Um, (laughs) too many. I've got, yeah, too many, too many, too many. But I really did think about this and I thought, well, if I was to pick one that had reasons and something that I still wear is my Jean-Paul Gaultier vintage um, little black dress. Now, this dress is something that I got um, for the launch of when I launched Out Me Divine. And I actually took it out again six months ago to wear to a polo event. And I can tag in a picture so you can um, you can see it's actually on my Instagram account so I'll okay, tag you in um, so you see it but do you know what it's timeless it works if it's you know a black tie it works if it's a networking event it's mm-hmm. just perfect so that is why I picked that as my um, my favorite uh, outfit <laughs> awesome now a place you love Oh, again, you know, I haven't been fortunate to travel so much. And I mentioned New York and I love shopping in London. Um, I have to say there wasn't one um, because there's so many from different reasons. You know, I was recently in Shanghai shopping there for clients, which was really exciting and a really interesting side to it where you've got high high end expensive luxury and it is expensive there the luxury side of it to getting things made in the random fabric suits that you find um was fascinating (laughs) yeah but you know being in and that's what one of the things that I love about the Middle East is that we're based so centrally so you know we can you know the Maldives I'm really fortunate to have visited the Maldives a few times you know with work and certainly with pleasure as well and it's only four hours away and Thailand's only six hours away and I visit uh, orphanage there with another um, trip planned um, for uh, the middle part of this year so I couldn't pick just one. I picked one outfit. Can I get get let off with a place that you love? I'll I'll let you off. I'll let you off, Kelly. (laughs) And now um, an inspirational woman you love. Oh, is it too cliched to see to say my mom? I, I knew I, I had a good idea that you'd probably say that. <laughs> why, why, why did you think that? Because <laughs> every woman says, "Oh, my mom, my mother." <laughs> well, I think there's also that point is that you know, there's such an integral part, and yeah, my relationship exactly. with my mum as I've got older, and certainly as I've had the business, has sort of really grown, and I've really learned things. She's helped me a lot from the writing perspective, perspective, and how to pitch and you know just really polish up um you know some of the things that I wasn't very good at and only just you know all my hands up we're not great at everything and we all need to have people with different strengths um and you know my mom is like my best friend as well so if you can kind of combine all of that I guess that's you know she's done incredibly well in her career um so if I have that ounce of success then um yeah that's who I would pick 
So sorry, cliched. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I love it. I'll tag in another. I'll tag in another picture, Alice, of my mum for you as well. Oh yes, please. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, Kelly, could you recommend a book, a magazine, or a blog that has inspired you or motivated you during your fashion journey? Well, I would say because they both are different. So, you know, from a fashion journey, I would say one side is very much business because you do need to be inspired from the business aspect to keep coming up with new ideas. And Entrepreneur on Fire, which is a podcast, has really kept me motivated thinking about new ideas, softwares that I can use. That was where I found out how to use FreshBooks, which is an accountancy software. So, um, you know, little things like that have really helped from the business aspect. From a fashion aspect, I love um, Wendy's lookbook. Um, I think she's got great style. I love um, Who, What, Where for their sort of, you know, quick tip street style. Um, so, yeah, those are probably a couple that I can think of the top of my head. Awesome. Thanks so much for that. And guys, you'll be able to find all the show notes and all the information about Kelly on our website at bemi.co.uk. That's G-B-E-M-I.co.uk. And last but not least, Kelly, can you share with us one piece of advice that will inspire the Wear Your Dreams listeners to pursue their dreams and live the life that they dream of? I would just go back to the sort of the quote that I mentioned earlier, which what we have inscribed on our um, charity, Giving Back in Style Bangles, life is too short to look just fine. Every day you should look divine. Because I really believe that if you start the day in a great way, you feel fantastic. It's kind of like that Marilyn Monroe quote, you know, give a girl a great pair of shoes and she can conquer the world. And I think <laughs> yeah. in days when you feel great, good things happen. So you can really conquer the world in that case. Awesome. And Kelly, do let us know how we can get in touch with you and find out a lot more about Style Me Divine and your other projects. So stylemedivine.com is where you will find details about um, our personal shopping and styling services and how you can join the team if you're looking to become a stylist yourself. And then if you want to know more about me personally, the books that I have on offer, the Style Academy, um, any keynotes, uh, presentations, that's under kellyloomberg.co. Awesome. And guys, remember, you'll be able to find all the show links, all the show notes on our website. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Kelly. I've certainly been inspired and enjoyed that. And I know our listeners have too. My pleasure. And congratulations. I love your collection. It's right up my street. All the colors and the two pieces and the skirts and the little mid tops. Love it. Thank you so much, Kelly. Awesome. And see you soon. Bye. Bye. Dreamers, thank you for being with us today on Wear Your Dreams. You can find all the show notes as well as cool girl content on bemigirl.com. That's G-B-E-M-I girl.com. We would love to hear from you. So drop us a comment and let us know your thoughts and we will see you next time. And remember, girlies, anything is possible. So wear your dreams. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. 
Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 